questions or anything? Yes. Arjun, you were speaking about uh, the analogy of talking uh, with the fisherman and not having a hook. Sometimes, well, especially in the work environment, I feel as though I'm able to let go of the hook, sometimes unable to let go of the hook, and at times I feel like I'm the fish. So, <laughs> um, do you have any words of advice? So I talked about a fisherman, but I haven't talked about a fish. <laughs> mm. uh, yes, and, uh, uh, I guess when you feel like a fish, probably the society or company or your boss or people around, uh, even when you're bullying you <laughs> or challenging you, you just... Uh, uh, can't have your own life, something like this, then you feel like a fish. And uh, when I talk about this fish string and a hook, I hope actually everything, every experience of we have was under this uh, simile because uh, the water or river uh, where the string goes is uh, our experience or our state of mind, contents of mind, or the world. I and mean, the world doesn't exist uh, uh, as something far away, but the world is something we experience. So the, what is the world is like a, even that end of this room, there is a Buddha image, a wall, but this is I perceive. So it is in my perception, ending in my memory and so on. The company exists somewhere in London, but also it is in my mind, which appears in a perception and can bring us quite possibly emotions and so on, emotion, feelings. So, uh, world or the company, family, meditation experience, personal life, and everything is this in water. So, even now, you feel like you're a fish. Actually, that, what is it? Is, I've been used. This is too much. So, this is what makes you to feel you a fish. So that the emotion, thoughts, feeling. So in that sense, feels like I'm a fish. That is in the water. And then to experience it is actually still your fisherman. So uh, this is an interesting and important point. Uh, where this perspective starts, where, where does it stand? And uh, so when in a Buddhist way of teaching, Buddhist teaching, uh, in a, so 
everything through our sense doors. And everything, either the body, feeling, perception, volition, and sense consciousness. This is, a, if you Buddhist, you know, five khandhas. And this is the world, you may say, but this is more also subject to be experienced. So anything, so even you think, I am the fish, but this is, you change the context. But the experience, of, I feel like a fish. Yes. So the, the, what, what is that? Is actually the emotional experience of, I'm, this is too much, this is not reasonable, or he doesn't understand me, or I don't have any say to it. So that kind of word and feeling, emotion associated. So, so in this, then, uh, still the simile of fish, fisherman, uh, works. But, you see, um, in a meditation retreat or meditation experience, this example of uh, the fisherman makes, usually makes good sense. But in a daily life, challenges are very strong. Like for me, in the middle of a busy meeting or a difficult private issue, something like this. Yeah, and I'm not that strong. So, uh, although I have an idea of, uh, yes, what is a fisherman doing? Nothing. But sometimes I, not sometimes, quite often, I lose the context. I can be lost. And then, no, not doing nothing, doing everything. <laughs> so it means I have many folks, big folks, and I hook of worry, hook of uh, frustration, hook of, uh, okay, I, I have to make it, and so on. So it, it becomes so strongly pronounced. So uh, this is the reminder, but uh, I don't say it is easy always. Not like, it is available. It is a very good reminder, but I have to say there are challenges. And, for, and in a Buddhist practice, sometimes we contemplate the anicca dukkha or the impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, and uh, not self. This is a three uh, characteristics of things in the world or everything. And why we contemplate? And once you really contemplate it and penetrate it, then you see, for instance, everything changes. This changes. Once you have this experience, then the, just having a hook doesn't make sense. Or the, we have this drive of, uh, I have to do something, or believe in faith, uh, hook is so strong. But if you see the impermanence, for instance, so clearly, then uh, just this strong drive, I would say, this one, also drops. So that's why we need to uh, practice patiently. So the simile, I believe, it has quite significant uh, message, like uh, the concept of time, concept of subjectivity, concept of uh, dualism, and so on. We, when you want to understand, this gives a lot, at least in my understanding, and also practically, and in meditation practice, it works, but there is a challenge, there are challenges, definitely. 
because uh, what we experience is so this river, this water is so rich in context and we are so used to have this hook we believe in hook I have a big hook many kind of hook hook of this and hook of that and uh, uh, in a talk uh, first part I didn't say this but the hook, what this hook is in Buddhist term I, I can say also use, I can use the word tangha tangha is a Buddhist word translation Usually desire, but desire in English word desire is maybe very strong, so maybe wanting. So there are three kinds of desire, uh, tangha, karma tangha, bhava tangha, uh, we, we bhava tangha, bhava tangha. So, so the, the uh, wanting of I want to have, I want to have very nice this cake, I want to have very nice car, I want to have very nice partner, and so on. No, I want to have a peaceful meditation and so on. I want to. Karma tanha. We bawa tanha. This is horrible. I don't want to work with this company. This person is too much. This pain is too much. I don't want to listen to this talk anymore. Something like this. Getting rid of. This is we bawa tanha. But also, very interesting enough, the bawa tanha. This is a tanha, a wanting of becoming. This is quite a specific term in Buddhism. It doesn't mean Buddhist uh, creation or anything like this, but just uh, describing human conditioning. And again, the, the simile of uh, uh, fishing is very good. At the beginning, I did uh, some exercise first, and then when you first heard it, there's no hook and, huh? hey, what was that? Hey? Strange or frustration or confused. Where is it? Hey? Eh? Eh, what am I doing? Eh? Eh? So, so where? Why? So, because when we have, uh, when we hold the fishing rod, yes, you are expecting to do something, but then there's no hook, so the mind is not using. Eh? What is it? So this is the area, interesting area, almost like a becoming, just becoming. Once you let go the idea of bar, uh, 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 hook and somehow settled, peaceful, light and so on. But, you know, as soon as you have this hook, somebody appears. I want to do it. What is this? That kind of things merges. So this is, and then we don't like it, not having it. We want to, yeah, what is this? Holding a lot without hook. <sighs> Strange. Waste of time. Or... So, so, either if you're there, what next? That kind of thing. So, this is a typical bhava, becoming. Becoming. So, uh, and then it is sometimes subtle, and also we do not talk about in a usual language. And yet, uh, in my opinion, in the modern age, this element of bhava is very strong. You have to be somebody. You have to prove yourself. Although the world is, uh, how to say, now because of the internet and the transport and everything, everywhere you can go, physically or through uh, electronically, 
And so there's no uh, place we do not know or we don't like not to know. We do not know something is wrong. We should have name. So this is already unquestioned assumption. So the bhava becoming is, it's, it's there. And then if you, so the, so like, what are you doing? Who are you? That kind of thing is, is a, um, in, almost impossible not to. So in that sense, this bhava tanha, or wanting to be, wanting to be, is very interesting. And at the beginning, uh, when I said, when you have a rod, then a string goes down, but no. You see, that frustration, usually, we are not good at it. And uh, interesting enough, in a meditation retreat I did, and uh, I talk about this, doing nothing, doing nothing, and uh, yeah, and actually, there's, when there's no issue, Nothing to look for at ease and, oh yes, actually this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ajahn, thank you, I got it. And uh, now, what next? <laughs> so, so even when I was questioned, yeah, right, what's next? <laughs> I, I, I start thinking, wait a second. So, uh, so this, we as, for us not have hook is, uh, very strange. And it's not just like personal conditioning, but the society, everybody. So uh, we reinforce each other. And so this kind of thing, this is a subtle level. But also, I'm going back to your question of when this is a very tricky, heavy, so the water is full of stuff, very heavy and turmoil and everything. And then our hook is very thick and heavy. So, so this is a challenge. That's why practice. What I've been saying is simple, and I hope it is important, and everybody can do, and yet we have to commit ourselves, reminding ourselves. That's why practice. Practice requires patience, and it is a lifetime. It's not like, a, okay, I can, we can do any time, any place. It's true, but it's not like a today did it, that's it, not like this. So going back to the question of we are fish. Yes, we are fish actually. In a one perspective, society influencing us, people can do, we feel like we don't have any say to this. Or if you come to the monastery, being a monk and a novice and nun, and ah, regulation rule is like this. I like trapped, I can't do this. Rule says you shouldn't do this, I can't do this. Ah, I'm like a fish, imprisoned. <laughs> Uh, but, so this is uh, quite a common experience, but in terms of the simile of fisherman is still, I believe, the relevant, but the intensity is there. Thank you, your question. Yes. Thank you for your talk, Ajahn. I was here two years ago and you gave that talk and I tried really hard to work on the aspect of, um, as I understood, of uh, when I'm 
doing my daily chores of not having aversion or desire. So whatever chore is there to be done, whatever work I have to do, just to do it equally, um, whatever, and, and try not to have the hook of wanting or not wanting. So that's so far. Now a while ago, before the monks arrived, the big number of monks arrived for the meeting, I was in the temple where you were with some other monks and you were preparing all the cushions and the temples and the sight lines. And I was absolutely in love with your loving preparation of the space. It was wonderful. And my husband was there and we watched you for ages. <laughs> and it was just so beautiful. But in my head I was thinking, but he wants this all to be really nice. <laughs> And I got in a real muddle, and then I thought, and I just want to check this out with you, because mm. I thought, no, no, he, he's not muddled. <laughs> I know that. I thought, uh, you would, it would be good if it all worked out well, and it did. Yes. But if it didn't, if it was all a mess, yeah. and none of them sat where they were supposed to, and mm. then your attitude would be, okay, well, that's just how it is, I, I think. Is that right? So are we sort of saying we have a common understanding in life that this is probably how it will be. So I'm going to prepare this. I'm going to go and do this job. I'm going to prepare everything, because we do this every day, all of us, in the expectation that in normal life, this is how things work out. Yeah. But if they don't work out, well, hey-ho, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world. Mm. Is, is that it? Is that it? Because we do try, don't we? Yes, we try. yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I hope I. Um, yeah, thank you very much. I'm uh, just uh, putting the context. Uh, so uh, she was talking about in May we had a big gathering, and I was one of the key organizers. And I was almost literally running, and I, I confess I did once <laughs> in front of people. Uh, and uh, yes. Uh, or like uh, setting up the temple is um, not necessarily easy thing uh, or almost 100 monastic gathering and unusual to us and yet we need to provide uh, good setting because I know the set how we sit how seating is arranged will set up the tone and also the, the flow of the meeting, I've been noticing. So that's why the setting up, I was putting more conscious effort. And uh, somehow, I have some sense for it, from my experience, or, and I, f I feel responsible too. So, um, so I was running. <laughs> and so she was saying how it, and of course, well, fortunately, I had a very good team, so it went, I, I believe it, most of the cases it went quite well, and I feel pleased, satisfied, more than pleased. But you're right, nothing is guaranteed, and uh, of course sometimes, it doesn't have to be the detail, but the other occasions I had a disappointing experiences, either I would call mistake from my own or unexpected events or something like this. And then uh, 
am I okay? And you may say, oh, uh, you see Rinpoche said, my name, not sure. So if you prepared yourself, you do not have to suffer. That's probably nice way to prepare yourself and then um, attitude we need to learn. But uh, again, I have to confess, <laughs> I'm not that uh, uh, safe. Even you know today's before before this teach uh, this uh, Sunday talk, you know uh, it's not easy for me. But also I know although I was going in my mind I was going to talk about no fuck and doing nothing. But I know in my mind I had the I had the big fuck <laughs> to say, can I make it? Can I make it? Can I? One hour, can I say reasonably, and then the people do the understand. So, so it's a big hook. And then I, okay, and the hook. And then when I contemplate how to explain it, actually, I, I was doing a mental exercise too, so the hook was disappearing. But immediately, the big hook comes up, something like this. So, uh, um, and, uh, so, so just with the first question, um, I am also learning, and uh, but I, I believe I'm doing the right uh, thing in terms of learning. And uh, also, when you mentioned about earlier, when you do things, try not to have aversion and so on, like this. But also, when you think of this hook, if you think I should not have hook, so this is already another hook. Just like come to meditation, I want to have peace. But uh, under the name of the peace, we have another hook, which is not peaceful. So this is very tricky thing. We are very, so much conditioned to create another hook one after another. So, uh, okay, so I can do the same thing. Okay, I need to do nothing. Do nothing, do, do, do nothing. So do nothing becomes a big folk. <laughs> yes. So, so uh, uh, also the, this, and the mind likes to have a concept. Like uh, I used the word, uh, mentioned the word pure subjectivity. It, it clarifies things. But the problem, possible problem of it is for the for the mind, once the name is given, concept is given, then concept is a thing. So we hold it. When you hold it, subject, uh, object, subject relation appears so strongly. So it's not anymore pure. So, uh, so when you use the word to describe this kind of experience or the state of mind, which is almost beyond the word, and yet we use the word. So the word is the mean to, actually, uh, it is very useful to register things in our experience with clarity, and also it is, it helps us to share experience with others. That's the, what the word does. What's the purpose of the word and concept? But also we need to be aware of the, this danger Whenever word is there, almost hook is there too. And so, uh, 
coming back to the trickiness of uh, uh, I should not have folk, or I should not cause problem, I should not have this this state of mind, something like this. This is the really very challenge of Buddhist practitioners or practitioners or just a person who wants to be good. Intention is good. Yes, we want to do good or to let go or to be peaceful. But just I repeat again that the hook itself is very tricky, it's subtle, but it will affect us so that actually it's not necessarily peaceful. So what is peaceful is almost, that's why I have to say do nothing. So when you say this, this nothing is almost like a ridiculously nothing. Because we are so capable of doing something. Okay, doing nothing, okay. And then doing, doing, doing nothing. Something like this happens. So the ridiculously <laughs> nothing, something like this. Um, am I answering your question? <laughs> yes. and, and, any, any other? Question, comment. Please do not leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and fear of uh, make. Ah, uh, oh, sorry. It's on now. Yes. Uh, during the uh, World War, I was evacuated to Lancashire, and. Um, Things were quite good. I didn't have much idea what, what the war meant. Um, but uh, as a nine or ten-year-old boy, um, I was quite keen to go out and play. And there was countryside around there, which I hadn't seen much in London. And uh, when going out to play, I, um, I discovered that the Lancashire mothers, the other boys I used to go out with, with in the after school, um, had a phrase which they used. They used to tell the boys, they, they used to say, they'd say, may I go out and play? And, and the mother almost always used to say, yes, you, you may go out, but think on. And I, I didn't really understand what they meant by think on at first but uh, I've gradually began to realize that this is the the third of the things like uh, do good refrain from evil and and cultivate the mind um, now I realize that what what they meant and it was a successful way of, of putting it uh, was just be aware that whatever you do is going to have some consequences. And of course, I came across that very much so when 30 years ago I, I started coming here, uh, the, the law of karma. So develop the mind or cultivate the mind is a, is a difficult concept. And also 
do good, refrain from evil. Well, what we were, what I was taught as a boy was, don't do anything, don't do this, don't do that, don't do the other, uh, because if you do, you'll get punished. <laughs> but um, again, this wasn't such a skillful way of, of, of learning, and um, I, I find that the the, the way that we that is taught here is very gentle it's it's very often difficult for people to understand that you do good for the sake of doing good and you know what it is and as for cultivating the mind well as far as I can see it just means think on um, have I got it? <laughs> Thank you. Eh, eh, so, eh, what shall I? Eh, eh, is it a question or comment? Comment or? Yes. 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 Well, particularly on uh, the part you said about this um, doing good and refraining from evil, and uh, why is that this uh, what we call law of karma, or really, you really observe what's happening within us. Uh, why pain we have, or if we do something, we know it is not necessarily good. And then immediately the result is with us or the other way. That kind of things we constantly watch of that. Mm. Then uh, life becomes simple. Uh, the world, today I use the word many times, but uh, it is confusing or complicated. So many um, so many things to uh, think, or so many factors, uh, parties, size, and so on. <clears throat> and then we see, we think who is right, what is the proper way to do. But that uh, contemplating on the law of karma, or the looking, uh, observing our heart in the context in a way of cause and effect, everything becomes more straightforward. Where responsibility arises, where our immediate responsibility is. We talk about the world, we talk about this problem, that problem, which is necessary, but if we miss this immediate part of here, no, it's not. And uh, also, once we realizing more and more uh, challenges carries on. Problem, well, this is a, not necessarily easy, but at least the perspective would become clearer. That's uh, what I'm uh, learning or experiencing from living in this uh, monastic environment. So I also think on. <laughs>
I get the um, doing nothing. And um, I understand when I'm in meditation, that all makes sense to me, doing nothing, coming to the source within. And I also know that doing nothing doesn't mean actually withdrawing from worldly life and doing things. But where my mind has got a challenge to understand is I'm very driven and I want to do things and I want to be successful in inverted commas in the outer world for the greater good of humanity, business, etc. So I'm having a conflict where there's doing nothing, understanding that doing nothing doesn't mean doing nothing, but still being mm-hmm. part of the world yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. That's where I have a conflict. And I was wondering whether you could give some tips. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I mean, uh, I have also strong tendency if you if you observe me in the life here. I have also very strong tendency to to want to uh, make everything all right and then. Uh, well, you may say working hard or uh, or even worrying about the details. That's been uh, quite a part of my life before I became a monk and then after, even now. So that you may think monks are peaceful and restrained, uh, but not at least this one. <laughs> quite, uh, well, that's a part of my uh, conditioning. Everybody has a different conditioning, so it's not a matter of saying which one is better or difficult or and uh, uh, so this doing nothing that's why I need well in general i, I what i is, was saying is I hope this doing nothing makes sense to you, but also personally to me too, doing nothing is quite useful because I have a tendency to do things and uh, which is not necessarily wrong. Um, I'm not uh, uh, boasting myself but uh, when I work hard people appreciate me being hard working and I like to be praised. <laughs> yes. uh, so uh, I can contribute things. I believe so you work hard which is itself is I believe is a good thing but uh, tricky bit is because of that we might become stressed or uh, under the name of good intention we might not see peripheral of our perspective. We are doing for this party, we are doing good for this party, but somebody else is maybe not seeing the same way. Or working hard, working hard, but not knowing what's happening with this being too. So that kind of things are dangerous bit of those have a, a strong drive to do things. And again, this is not the wrong or anything. can be useful, but uh, need to have a perspective, safe perspective. And then the safest perspective is, to me, this doing nothing. So it is not necessary to contradict, not to conflict, because rather doing nothing, having no hook, is uh, not only counterbalancing the tendency, but also giving a 
biggest perspective, biggest, safest perspective to it. That's how I see it. Hmm. Ah. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, welcome. Hi. Yes. Um, thank you for your talk. Um, I just would like to ask, uh, not an easy question. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's been asked many, many times and uh, all different religions. I know Buddhism isn't a religion, but all different uh, things in philosophy and everything. Which is, why, why, um, why does Buddhism believe that we're here? What, what, what is the meaning of us being here? Why we are here? Yeah. Where this existence comes from? Is it the question or? Why, why are people, why are human beings here? What, what, what is the purpose? What is the uh -huh. meaning? What's the purpose? <sighs> okay. Mm. Uh, well, <sighs> This is a uh, why well, like I'm not sure it is with the same as same with you, but uh, like when I was younger, I had a similar question: Why? Why is this? Why am I here? Or if I extend a bit further, what's the meaning of it? What the purpose of it? That why? So that's hmm. and uh, have I got the answer? <laughs> Sorry, I did say it was a difficult right. one. I what I can say now is uh, this question now is uh, how say has less weight in me doesn't mean I understand uh, I got the answer exact answer to this question why but I am going right direction. <laughs> this why? What is this? And how I am <clears throat> is uh, I'm not dismissing your question, but uh, uh, sense of uh, okay. This is fine. Mm, I can't say well, but that, that is there. So that somehow this question has been faded. Well, still, when you ask this question, oh, I see, I can't relate to that. But I, I, I can go a little bit more. I like a, I'm going back to the simile of this fishing. And, uh, when you do this, uh, not, not do this, this uh, doing nothing, no hook. Uh, 
everything becomes all right. <laughs> so there's a problem or question, inquiry, meaning, and so on. I do not, I'm not dismissing it, but simply to, it is peaceful, or peace. And uh, I, if I add a bit more um, theoretical way of saying it, why are we here? Why are we here? This can be related to this issue of bhava, becoming. Becoming. You, you see, the, we come, you see, the, we, f- we feel we are here. And what is this? Where is the cause? I don't plan this. Who brought this? Who made this? But just, just when you come back to the immediate place of being, being, no answer. Just, just maybe the sense of wonder, but also what? So that's the phrase. But this itself is just as it is. But if you want to make it something out of it, then some element of becoming. Somebody may say further, theoretically, but I'm not confident. Uh, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Maybe I can answer this well in two years' time. <laughs> I'm not, I said just somebody can say, uh, <clears throat> well, in a theoretical term, what I had in my mind was cause of word in a Buddhist term. We often say, what is it? It's ignorance. This is what, uh, well, you, you can, you, you might have read or heard from various sources, but also this is a story of Lumpo Cha. I, like uh, when when people, West, I believe Westerners, when they went to Thailand to see Ajahn Chah when he was alive and active, and then probably similar question, who create the world? Who create the world is a bit a general term, but probably very close to the, this inquiry. What is this? Why this exists? So who is a creator? And uh, other religions might go use certain word you know. But uh, Rumpocha's answer is, oh, avicca. Avicca means ignorance. <laughs> ignorance is, uh, in, in, in today's talk's context, ignorance means just believing totally, with, without seeing any other possibility, just a hook is, should be there start everything there. So when there's a hook, of course, story carries on. There's a me birth 
me arises, and as soon as you have me hooked, then nature of the world, impermanence, sometimes good, but sometimes not. Good things disappear, difficult things come up, so the suffering is there. So, uh, so this uh, 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 why, and uh, always go back to this beginning, and uh, in in Buddhist way of describing a world, uh, if you know, Paticca uh, Sampada, dependent ordination, starts from Avicca. Avicca is actually, we, usual human being or being, believe without questioning this. And then all the story goes. So so this is the way Buddha or Rinpoche, when he was questioned, just, I said, Typical Buddhist way of things, but also reminding us what's that, where it starts. And also the word, we have to understand what avicca means. You know, again, this is, if I say too much, it becomes too theoretical. I'm not necessarily good at it. Uh, just, uh, I, I thought better to add it. Thirty percent okay. <laughs> uh, Bante, as as a monk, uh, when you live in a monastic setting um, and you try to practice doing nothing, do you get bored? <laughs> and how 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 would you deal deal with it? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Boredom is, yes, very good question. <laughs> Boredom is uh, <clears throat> quite common uh, challenge of monastic life or even meditation uh, retreat. Yes, the other challenge is usually initial period of a certain, uh, certain period uh, because of the, the problems and condition you have from the world there, it appears, comes up. So, so first you have to struggle and work with it. Like my case, when I came to the monastic life. <sighs> so many things. Like, uh, I still, rem- uh, sometimes I remember uh, the contents of dream. First year, two years, third years, three years like this. So colorful. Uh, well, entertaining sometimes, sometimes frightening, sometimes confusing. Well, lots of lots of contents. So it tells some, you know, dream is reflection of our subconsciousness, how it's working. And uh, so, okay, uh, because the monastic setting is so different from the world outside. The, this monastic setting is actually place for doing nothing. You're right. It's really, our essence is nothing, nobody. This form, yes, conventional sense, this is a monk or bhikkhu. So, so yes, when I write a immigration card, profession, I put the Buddhist monk, the profession. <laughs> but, but what this represent is actually nobody, nothing, nothing, which is again very difficult to comprehend. 
because of the tendency of bhava becoming. That becomes a challenge. So anyway, so living in a monastery, doing nothing, and doing lots of things, okay, but then doing nothing. So after some time, so all the turmoil from previous condition start to settle. Then uh, another challenge is boredom. Boredom. And again, go back to this simile of string uh, fishing. And please remember, when you first heard this, there's no hook. So what? Yes, the mind also likes to have a stimulation. Stimulation. The opposite, why we feel boredom is the sense doors really like to have stimuli one after another. So in a Buddhist, Buddha's teaching, there are various kinds of aha uh, food, three or four kinds, I forgot, you have to see the text. But apart from physical food, which nourishes our body, one of the food is pasa ahan, pasa, the food of the pasa, contact, means food through sense doors. So this is what we experience constantly, but also attachment, tanha, wanting, desire can arise here. So the mind is looking for, always looking for stimulation, 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 stimulation. That's why, you know, computer needs always new version, version up, new model of the car, such a wonderful car, such a wonderful computer, but still, after half half year, and, and they have to produce. So this this is the you say the commercialism, but the, you know, really the 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 basic one of the basic co- uh, reason is yes you say essential desires there. That's one way to look at this. Another actually the same thing, but different way to look at it is this is pasa. Contact is looking for food, stimulation, stimulation, stimulation. So that's why the boredom, mind doesn't like it. So you come to the monastery, bored. So when I hear, when I hear this, okay, he's doing all right. <laughs> uh, so what is your question? <laughs> How do I cope with boredom? Yes. So, uh, <clears throat> yes. Um, first, well, first, one of the things is to, like what, what I've been saying, to understand the, why do we experience boredom? What is the message of boredom? At least, I mean, uh, in, in the end, any experience, uh, is, when it becomes challenge, it means we are negotiating it. It means the tanha comes, wanting it, either wanting it, or getting rid of it. As far as we are doing this, the object is happy, still there, to bothering us. But uh, once we drop this tanha, then, according to the nature of things, which is everything is impermanent, so it is there, but it will change. It can't let go. But why the teaching is talking about the impermanence changing? It doesn't change. Bante. My problem, 
always there. It's not impermanent. Because we are feeding, feeding by tanha, we bawa tanha, I don't want to. So that's why the vipassana, the observing things as it is. You may say this is by word easily, but often we say I am mindful, I am aware of it, but often it is colored by our tanha, either wanting have or getting rid of it. Like uh, contemplating pain is not easy because pain, yes, yes, I am aware of pain, but it doesn't go. Why? Because underlying mind is by seeing it, please go. So the big hook is there. That's why it doesn't go. So that uh, we are feeding it. And so the various state of mind it comes to the monastery and the boredom is the same. Uh, can cause us a problem because uh, we don't like it, mind doesn't like it. So the vibhava tanha, we are feeding it. This, uh, getting rid of it. I don't want to have it. So it will still, they, they like to come back to us. So, uh, in the end, what we need to do is just to be at ease with it. To be peace with it, it means no hook. But it is not easy, just as any other challenges. So we need to have a good understanding, container, context. That's why I'm explaining what is the boredom. Once you understand, okay, boredom is something mind doesn't like, mind always like to have some entertainment and so on, then you at least understand the nature of the boredom. Okay, so this is not something wrong part of process. So you start accept it. That's why we need to have encouragement. In the end, we are the person to work through, but why we need to have a friend in teachers to have encouragement is to have a right context to work through things. And also by uh, practicing or being, doing nothing. Just like you get used to, just like today is the beginning, get used to this place of doing nothing. Initially this is a frustrating, strange, and then where is, what is next? So the uh, our strong conditions keep on coming up, but once you s- get used to appreciate, then that peace, ease, freedom becomes a uh, experience, and then boredom is not the name for it anymore. Last question. <laughs> You know, sitting here to have a silence frightens me. <laughs> so I can see that, that, that eh, is it something wrong, something wrong. I know this is not wrong, just okay, just, just things so, okay. But this is very interesting, just a conditioning to have some interaction is right. So that condition is there. So the, my hook is coming out and, eh, is it okay? Am I doing all that? If, even if you can call it the word is there. So, oh, I see. So, it's okay. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much. And so I hope this uh, makes some sense to you.
Okay.